Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast. <laughs> yo 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 we're starting cuz yo 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 welcome back to the my city podcast my last time in the building boy Ere. what's good people <laughs> boy tom um is here today to talk a bit about um financing quite topical amongst uh, a lot of people at the moment so yeah thanks a lot for coming on today bro thank you thank you for having me guys so thank you and Tom before we get started what we like to do with guests we like to um, give them a little plug so can we find you on social media anywhere I do not use social media <laughs> any, um, any websites any, 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 um, I do I don't use any personal social media um, accounts why do social media bro why don't I use yeah. it um, just because I think number one comparison is the thief of joy and a lot of people on social media just put their best foot forwards and stuff like that and okay, you're yeah, just like what's the point a lot of it is like... false um, okay. uh, no that's not a dig anyone that's I'm just saying you know what I mean like a lot of it is a lot of it's false like a lot of people say oh like it's, just, it's not hard to just explain just got in a 10% of my year top 10 <laughs> no it's not no, I mean, no, we're not, we're not, we're not I'm, I'm not talking about that but I'm so talking me, I'm, I'm nah, nah, we're not talking about that we're just sort of talking nah, about you, you know the way certain people just go on and they are very, um, they're a very completely different person to how they are in real life. And so I, find, I find that a lot of people on social media, n- not all, can be quite insufferable because of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, somewhat. Um, somewhat so I didn't so. really just, I didn't really even want to look at it. It wasn't about interacting because even when I was on social media, I didn't really interact with people too much, but I didn't even want to see it. Um, so I don't have it. But I, I am I'm part of a company called Capital Moments, which some people may have heard. That they That is on social media. We talk about commercial awareness and... We have a strap line which says everything um, at 25, which you wish you knew at 16 in terms of financing, finances, commercial awareness, things like that. So where are you still? Um, I do a podcast of my own with three other brothers um, called Over the Bridge, which Shout is about the bridge. Life, life at the University of Cambridge, which me and, and some of my other brothers went to. So check that out. Where, where can we check that out? Um, on Twitter, that would be OTB Podcast UK. I believe that's. Thank you. Um, I think that's the um, the handle. SoundCloud, iTunes, everything. Yeah, else. I think. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in all of that. All How's of that, that going? Like, how, how many episodes you done? What's what, what, well going? Uh, so that. we've just finished the first season. I think that was ten. Jeez, if I'm not, season, if I'm not wrong, just first yeah, season. Taking notes, my boy. Season. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what it was. We spoke to people. It was just like <laughs> we do a first season and yeah, then. Yeah. We're hoping to do a second season pretty soon, but we just didn't want to do, you know, week in, week out, week in, week in, like 50. It'd just be hard to do 52 mm. episodes uh, uh, a year. So we just thought we'd take a bit of a break in the summer. Um, and so, we're yeah, hopefully going to uh, start that again in a couple of months. So, yeah. Cool. So, topic was on about, as Sam said earlier, <coughs> financing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of buying products outright, mm-hmm. you know, financing it, you know, over, let's say, and an agreed amount of mm-hmm. intervals paying mm-hmm. in installments or whatever mm-hmm. um, how would you as a, as a financial man myself yourself how would you define financing um, just give it a quick definition so this this reminds me of an area called intertemporal economics um, which is oh, shut up that's what it's called that's, that's what it's called bro. wait what did you study at Cambridge uh, I did ec- economics okay. at Cambridge it doesn't matter I think he's just clarifying for the mic man in, nah man he, nah, man no come on I see this guy regularly my man, boy, so it's alright my boy my boy 
My boy. As you like to say, my boy. <laughs> so I was mm. to say that for a minute still. Excuse me. But um, yeah. it reminds me of a subject called intertemporal economics, which is about um, like your wealth and your income in one period of time versus your wealth and your income in another period of time. And like ultimately when you, when you obtain financing, be it for a house in the form of a mortgage, a car, in terms of like a PCP personal contract plan or, you know, like a, like a lease of a balloon payment, whatever it is, you're borrowing against your income or wealth in the future. So that's what financing is, is it's at this present point in time now, you are borrowing against something in the future, income, wealth, whatever it is. And there is a difference between income and wealth. When you say borrowing against, do you mind just like elaborate? Oh, no, no, so no worries. So I mean, by, by against, I don't, I mean, it's, that's what is, is said in the textbook, so like, but yeah. it's- For example, um, if I want to buy something now mm. and I say I want to finance it, instead mm. of buying it now and I finance it, that is hindering my potential cash flow in future. Time so I'm borrowing money. against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's only because like, money. Just, uh, in case yeah, people don't really have the background, yeah. just yeah. to yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. So it's, it's, no, that's, that's, that's yeah, a good yeah. point. So it's basically the idea is if you want to, if any amount I borrow back, mm. assuming I'm going to pay it back and I'm not going to default on my payment, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go bankrupt, God yep, forbid. Yep, it yep, has yep. to be paid back in the future. So the idea is if I borrow now, Mm. I lose that money in the future yep. as opposed to me losing that money now. Yep. Um, now, obviously, when you get a mortgage or you finance a car and you put down a deposit, it's a mix of both because ultimately you're losing a bit of money at the start in the terms of actually paying out the deposit. Mm. But, you know, fundamentally, if you've got a car or a house, you're not having to pay everything outright at the start. You're only paying a very small proportion. Mm. So the majority is going to have to be paid back in the future. Mm. Cool. So that's basically what financing is. Okay, cool. All right, cool. And moving on to that, um, a quick intro on you. Mm-hmm. A further intro. A further intro. Uh, what oh do you God. do, Dom? What do I do? So I am, um, I'm a credit analyst. So what that basically means is I look at the, I look at like uh, companies or corporates as we call them. Um, and I look at like their financial strengths in terms of how much cash they can how much cash they have a burn in terms of they're using up a lot of cash or how much cash they can gain each quarter or half a year or a year. Mm. I look at the balance sheet, so I look at how much debt they have, how much, you know, what they have in assets, so be it cash or other assets or something like that. And I tell um, investors, so be it like hedge funds, real money accounts, real money is like pension funds and yes, stuff like that. Yes. And we tell them whether yeah. a certain company is a good investment or not. Um, we look at the credit ratings because obviously just like how we have credit scores, companies have credit ratings. Yep. Um, and I look specifically on the debt side. So I look at how they can access the debt markets and things like that. So that's mm. what I basically do for a living. And I look at um, industrials. So I look at basically all the European auto companies. So OEMs, which would be the car companies that we know. Mm-hmm. Suppliers, which kind of are less known because everyone thinks that you know, if you've got a car that's made by Mercedes-Benz, who the parent is, the OEM <coughs> is Daimler, because under Daimler you have Mercedes-Benz and Smart. Um, you, everyone thinks that they are the guys who make the entire car. That's not true. They mm. assemble the car, but they will get an engine from, say, Bosch, or they will get tires from Continental or Michelin or something like that. And I look at all of those companies and look at the financial strength. But I also look at the kind of the landscape. So. I look at how car sales and production are doing each month in like Europe and things like that. And so my job is basically to know about the landscape and yeah. the environment I look at, as well as the financial strength and the and the the, the credit credit worthiness of individual companies. So, yeah, the, re- the reason why we, we, we decided to do yeah. this topic is because I remember um, 
Uh, on 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 Twitter online, there was recently a, <laughs> a little debate. A, a little debate about. I don't know what this debate was because I'm not in it. Yeah, I'll say it now. So basically, I think someone was talking about yeah, yeah. Um, buying a watch or Rolex. Yeah. And someone was like, "If you can't pay for it outright, yeah. you shouldn't bother financing it." Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, yeah, go on. I, yeah. No, go and finish. Finish. So, what comes to me immediately is that houses are expensive, and. Buy a house, cuz. You know, if I if, if a house costs two million, because I don't have two million on me now, doesn't mean I can't pay for, for the mm. mortgage every mm. month. Mm. So but with that same philosophy that we spoke about on Twitter just yeah, then, yeah, no one should be buying houses unless you got two million. <coughs> except Excuse the fact, except the parameter of the fact a house is gonna is a house is gonna appreciate. So do Rolex, so do Rolexes as well. Yeah, that's why I say Rolexes. Makes sense. I, mean, I think I think I think they're different. I, mean, I think, I think it's it, it kind of depends where you sit. I think I think. When someone says you shouldn't, you should only be able to buy a, a watch or a holiday without using financing. I think they're. I think that's almost a, someone's basically trying to imply that people should have priorities as to what they do with their money. Mm. In terms of the financing itself, if you want to get a Rolex under finance, why not? That's your own choice. Well, um, what's, what's that there? The one on your wrist? Oh, this isn't a Rolex. Oh, it looks <laughs> yeah, nice though. Thank you. It's not a Rolex though. But yeah, yeah we won't go into so that. When you say why not, what's the what's the point? I think where I'm coming from, like. I, I personally do know um, of some people and I was asked to get involved as well Yeah, where a group of guys yeah. between 15 to 20 guys <laughs> all share the same Rolex. <laughs> you know, I think... Well, you guys borrow it like every two weeks. Yeah, every there's, there's, a, there's a rotor. No, nah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think, I think with that... Sorry, I think with that, it's the question of... It's the value preposition where someone's coming across saying, okay. why would you go and get a fancy watch on finance and I think we're not, and I don't think someone's even thought about the argument of does the watch like a Rolex appreciate? Because a Rolex in terms of watches are not, they're not the kind of supercars of watches. A Rolex is like, some of them are, some some of them are, but a lot of them that we would, a lot of people would buy like the kind of, the Submariner is the one that you often see, Mm. that big chunky Submariner. What about the Yacht Master? I mean, the Yacht yacht Master's nice. My my uncle, he, um, he races and sells um, yachts and the, the race winner, of a particular race, if it's sponsored by Rolex, we usually get the Yacht Master One or Yacht Master Two. Your uncle races yachts. Yeah, for a living. Do you, do you know about Tom Swift, guys? For a living, bro. Don't shush, man. Shush, <laughs> Wait, man. let's go a bit into your background still. Yeah. Obviously, my city podcast. Yeah, my city. Know about the, pers- yeah, the yeah, person, yeah, yeah, as well as the topics. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so, so about like, did you grow up in London? Yeah. Whereabouts? What was your upbringing like? What challenges did you face? Uh, you he, in Cambridge and that shout out my man. You know. Oh, you you're not you're not going there. We'll come back <laughs> to the fact. I do want to talk about the yeah, financing, yeah, we'll but we'll we'll, finance, we'll go. We'll um. So yeah, East East London, born and raised. Um. Stratford. Basically, all my life in Stratford. Um, Westfield and that you're, you're in Stratford yeah. nah like nah um, yeah nah I've always I've lived in so I've always lived in what I call proper Stratford so like the Olympic Park is a new creation yeah, I've yeah, lived yeah, in yeah, like yeah. the other side mainly oh, lived there all my life towards both sides or towards nah towards like Plasto so it looks like towards Newham Plasto, yeah yeah, yeah so um, always lived there um, just me and my mum um, so but my dad was around but not really. I mean, he he was. It's a weird one. Like he was there, but he wasn't. Like he come and visit on weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a point you visit a month, and then a few months later. But it's kind of it's all right. And it's actually as I got older, it's kind of got better again. So he was mm. when I was really young, he was there a lot in terms of visiting on weekends and stuff. And yeah, yeah. then it kind of was a point where he wasn't there, but he's back. So it's, I can't really. Obviously, I was bothered by that when I was a bit younger. But all well, that is well yeah, now. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, but mainly. Uh, raised by my mum for the most part in terms of full hands-on, 24-hour, 24-7 parenting. 
Um, went to a state school, pretty crappy state school in Canningtown from 11 to 16. Did mm -hmm. all right with my GCSEs, thank God almighty. Yeah, good all right. Um, oh, shit, please. I did all right. <laughs> and then um, I went to a grammar school for sixth form. Um, that's, that's when I met you in it, during sixth form time. Yeah, that's when I met, and that's actually when I met Eri actually. So I met Eri when, rah, it's almost like 10 years that's now or I, something. That's when, I think that's when you and you announced you got into Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. And I think I was just starting. Yeah, you were just college. starting college. Yeah. You done IBs, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, still. yeah so I remember that. Uh, that day you got into Cambridge must have been a proud moment. Oh, it was a glorious like, day, man. Can remember you told us you were applying for it, and I remember yeah, Jeff was like, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, yeah. After the interview, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. It's weird, even though it happened like a long time ago, you still never forget like the journey up there. I remember listening and I was just, I felt so uncomfortable. So obviously yeah. being from East, like grime is all I knew. So I was playing yeah, Fuck yeah, Radio yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember it. I was playing Fuck Radio 2 <laughs> on the way up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I just put it on there and it kind of helped me relax, you. ironically you. enough. And then did the, I had to do a test, a written test. I did the interview, um, which was an hour long. It was so hard. There was a question at the end that just kind of threw me over, but I got it right. is hard, fam. That is it's hard. hard. Oh, shut up, man. You guys, please, man. But then... Intelligent guest. Uh, we thank God, man. But um, And I had to do it. It was a, a long bit of waiting. I wasn't sure if I'd done it. I, I felt I did enough, but you're never kind of sure because there's so many unknown variables. Mm. So I wasn't sure. I, I gave it my best and that was all I could have done. Yeah. And then I found out and, um, yeah, it was snowing and they send a letter to you about your exceptional rejection letter. And obviously I wasn't gonna get it because it was snowed in and the postman hadn't yeah, come for a couple yeah, of days. Yeah. So I rang them up and I said, look, Big man, I'm and that. I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm a, I was like, listen, it's snowing. Yeah, yeah. Today was gonna be the day that I get in. And said, yeah, congratulations, you got in. And then that that, that was that really. Um, so yeah, then I went to Cambridge and you know, three odd years plus just went went by do you know what i mean so it's challenge obviously like that's a whole nother topic to yeah. cambridge as a black guy but just quickly like any tough challenges um cambridge being culture shock i think i think it was a culture shock just coming from from london yeah. which to me was just a sea of various colors um <coughs> going to a very very like white middle class space and it's mm. not even like because the white people i was used to dealing with in london were like very working class Okay. Like grandparents and parents were dot workers or something like that. And I'm moving to like a very middle class space, mm. parents or family or whatever, you know, their land and gentry. So it was kind of, it was a bit of a culture shock getting used to that. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, small bits of casual racism, which kind of happens. I mean, I'm sure we've all experienced it in the workplace. So I don't need to emphasize it a bit, you know, mm. any more than it is, but you know, a little bit of that kind of, that was not a shock, but that was just a bit like, it was more, it was an irritant, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, came out good, made some wonderful friends mm. at the end of it, you know. So yeah. Maybe, bro. Yeah. So so uh <coughs> thanks for that Tom. Thank so, you. On topic. Yep. So we spoke about cars and watches briefly. What mm. other things can people finance? Uh you could, of course you can finance a house by mortgage. Yep. Um, actually, yeah, mortgages, yeah. Mortgages is a form of financing. Yeah. Would you say a phone contract is I know it's a bit Yeah, it is a form of financing. Yeah, yeah, I mean any like if if it's a line rental, isn't it? If if we if we're gonna go by the definition of anything that you could pay now that you choose to pay for that you well later. that you have to pay for later, then a phone contract is a form of financing. Um in the kind of wider world, uh, if you run a company um, and you have like cash flow issues, you can get financing for that, like what we call working capital loans. So companies will get financing. Mm -mm. Um, in the space I look at, in the industrial space, people who buy jet engines will get financing for that because they're so expensive. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a company knows it's going to be able to 
let's say a jet engine costs about 100 million, which isn't actually that far off. Actually, there's a, there's a company in Scotland, I think they're Scotland called SSE, I think. They sponsor Wembley, actually Wembley Arena, the SSE yeah, yeah, Arena. They bought a jet engine <clears throat> from Siemens, who's the massive, you know, the German conglomerate, massive gas, um, gas, gas engine, gas, gas turbine engine. And I think they paid the cost of the engine plus installation was about, I think, three to 500 million euros. And the question is, will SSE make that money? I mean, I haven't looked at SSE as a company, so I don't know, but if they're buying that for 500 million, then you're assuming that they can eventually pay that back. Yeah, do you exactly, know what I mean? So exactly. that's kind of the thing, fundamentally about financing, the question is, do you think you can go and pay back something? And I think for any any question in terms of, I mean, the watch thing, I have a little, I have I have a kind of, I will come back to the watch thing in a minute, because that one, I understand why someone's saying that, but if we're gonna talk about like the kind of, the science of financing, the question for financing for anyone is, Okay, I am going to need ten thousand pounds for financing. Will I have ten thousand pounds and the interest, whatever I pay on top, at and the then more to cover it yeah. at the end? If the yeah. answer is yes, then financing isn't necessarily a bad idea. If the answer is no, that you're not necessarily going to have the cash when you need Ooh. to pay back the loan, then yeah. it's not potentially a good idea. So, yeah, I want you to hold that thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to do that when we give our verdict, isn't it? Yeah. I just want to quickly do yeah. some applications in it before mm -hmm. we go into that. Yeah, yeah so please, please. please. Another application is um, you can finance yachts. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. So we know, hey, 25 next year, baby. Yeah, yeah. You can finance yachts. There are companies that do, you know, you can either go to like a company like um, like Sunseeker, they make fancy yachts. They're down in Pool in, in Dorset um, and they make like wonderfully fancy yachts. You can get a yacht from... I think it starts about 100K, it goes up to a couple of million, you can get these big mm. yachts. They, they provide financing for that. Um, people who tend to buy two million pound yachts can afford it, but they will often get it on financing because they just want to have the cash. Yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry about this, but um, my cold. No, 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 it's okay, no, it's not mine. But, um, so maybe we can get financing for, you know, you can get financing for almost anything. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah that's, that's what I like. Yeah. You can get financing for almost anything. And, and I think the question then is, um, I think you need to ask yourself, why do you need the financing? Um, or why do you why do you need the good itself? Yeah. Like, why yeah. do you need it? Um, why do you need the financing? Or why do you want the financing? Mm. Um, uh, you know, what's your credit worthiness like? So how are you with money? Because exactly. some people aren't good with money. Do you know what I mean? Some people need to learn to be good with money. Mm -hmm. So some people, like, and, and the thing I'd say about debt is, um, debt isn't necessarily a bad thing. So oh, going into debt's a bad thing. It's not, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, if you think about it, and the way companies look at debt is that to them, debt is cash. Anytime a company comes to the bond market and issues a bond for 500 million, they get that 500 million in cash. Immediately. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So debt is cash. And if you look at it, and it's, it's about the attitude to it as well. Like if I get a loan and I get a loan for 10,000 pounds, when that 10,000 pounds comes into my bank, I've got cash of 10,000 pounds. I'll have to probably pay back more than 10,000 because of the interest, but I have 10,000 pounds in cash. How am I gonna make this cash grow? And when we look at companies, it's a case of when they issue debt at whatever coupon, i.e. The, the interest rate yeah, yeah. that they have to thank you, the interest rate that they have to pay, the question is, are their profits and are there, is, is their cash flow gonna grow more than the coupon that they have to pay? Absolutely. And then that is how it works. And so, like yeah. the key, the key thing I see here is um, you mentioned that in cash flow, and I think for the individual and for the company, that's something that is extremely key. Like it's cash that's gonna pay your bills, it's cash that's gonna you know pay your suppliers and whatnot. So, sort of like I think this is slightly going on to the pros of financing. Mm. I think the the biggest pro of financing here is that um, 
I've got I, I can afford to pay it off outrightly, mm. of course. But if I put that lump sum there, mm. if I put that deposit there at first and I keep some in reserve, yeah. pay for other things, then that's what's gonna keep your business running. Yeah. That's what's gonna keep you able to yeah. go on to sort of like to as an individual to pay your rent to do what yeah, you exactly. It's it's what I mean? it's what we call Absolutely. in economics there's something called consumption smoothing, which is okay. like let's say that you are gonna buy something which is big um, not necessarily as big as a house because with the house you don't get the money in cash mm-hmm. when you get a mortgage a lot of the time you don't get that mortgage amount. they don't give you a million in cash it's oh, just no. the bank gives you the right to you know you've got you've basically it's basically kind of an exchange between the previous owner of the house and the bank but your name's on top of it so you don't receive the pro- you know what I mean with yeah. a mortgage you don't yeah. get that amount of cash usually anyway obviously mm. there are cash buyers and stuff like that but most people aren't cash buyers mm. um, Uri, do you have any any like particular pros that you have for financing, um, it can help you build your credit score. Um, how can a bank trust you to be able to pay off debt if you've mm. never taken debt before? Mm. You know, if you're someone who's always paid for something outright and you've never had to borrow any money, mm. a bank is less likely to trust you money than someone who mm. might ha- make less than you, Absolutely. but who has a proven history record of yeah. being able to pay off debt. Mm. So Just I think it's a good way to build up your credit score. If I can interject there quickly, like mm-hmm. one thing I never understand is I see there's a stigma of sort of you're moist if you can't, like if you finance your car, mm. if you're financing your thing, yeah, mm. you're moist because big man, why can't you just pay it off yourself? But you can't even get that, you can't act, You can't get access to that finance contract or that yeah, finance I think, agreement. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, I think when people, score, when people I, mean? I, think, I think the car financing industry is very much misunderstood mm. in the sense people say, oh, if you, why did you need to go and get a car on finance? And, and I think, I don't want to get too technical, but there's a difference between financing for a house and financing for a car based on the the, the way, the direct the directionality in the values of, of those two cars, assets. Cars will depreciate. Cars depreciate yeah, as yeah, soon as the forecourt and a lot of depreciation. I think the, the biggest amount of depreciation happens in the first three years. There are some cars that hold very good value. Obviously the supercars. You got you got an example? Um, so any, like a lot of Ferraris will hold very well, like old school Jaguars and things like what that. About, what about, what about well. Bugattis? Um, <laughs> for, I mean, Bugatti Bugatti is a classic car, um, but yeah. I I don't I don't know if there's enough of a vintage market for that to for I don't I haven't actually checked the depreciation. So the, of the average things, car will depreciate the most in, in three, three years. years. Why yeah, yeah. is that? Why, um, so because, for example, if you t- if your car initially was twenty grand yeah, mm. and you want to sell it to me, but you you used it. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay twenty grand for it when you used it. When I can get it for twenty grand for a fresh one in store, so you're gonna have to tell me I'll give it to you for fifteen grand because I've used it for the last few okay, weeks. Okay, I hear, I hear the. Well, I, actually, I actually think I, I actually I, I think it's actually three to seven years, and I think the reason why is because yeah, why um, that time frame? Like why why is so it, why the is the, the, car that the, I re- the reason I mean it's it, one is to do with the usage of the car, two is also to do with the fact that the oh, okay. the company will usually after three around three to five maybe seven years will either give what we call a mid cycle facelift or a new version of a car. So if, if you look at the Mercedes-Benz A-Class, oh, it came out in like okay. 2013, 12, mm. and they're doing a new A-Class now. Mm. So if you had that old 2012, 13 A-Class and you're trying to sell it now, mm. do you know what I mean? And and OEMs, the companies will usually tell you when there's gonna be this mid-cycle facelift, when there's what gonna do, what be- What does OEM stand for? Original equipment manufacturer. So just to give an example, or give a few examples, um, BMW is the OEM for BMW cars for Mini for Rolls Royce. It owns Rolls Royce cars, not Rolls Royce engines, which is slightly different. Um, and BMW bikes as well. Daimler 
is the OEM for Mercedes-Benz as well as Smart. So who, who's Volkswagen the OEM for? Vo- Volkswagen. They've got like, hmm, Volkswagen has 12 groups. They've got, like, they got Audi, they've got Lamborghini as well. So Volkswagen have obviously VW cars, Seat, Skoda, Lamborghini, Bentley, uh, Bugatti. Yes. So, uh, so all, yeah. of these, all of these brands don't have their own OEMs. But they have OEMs, but I mean, you mean like they're not OEMs themselves? Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not OEMs themselves. Um, own a lot of them. So uh, VW own a lot of them. Yeah, yeah like, I mean VW owns like all the, all, the, all the names that I, I okay. mentioned, and I mean it's cool. it's just you think about it, yeah. A car is a car is a car. Do you know what I mean? In terms of the production, the manufacturing of a car, mm-hmm. like obviously the 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 chassis may be a bit different, and the body that we see may be a bit different, and the interior may be a, a bit different. A car, but yeah. a car functions and, the same way. Yeah, so have you noticed Audis and Lamborghinis look quite similar? Because the body's actually made by Audi, and it's like a Skoda. I'm not sure about that though. If the body's made by Audi, Jeff told me that still. Is it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um, in terms of more, just stick on yeah. topic. Um, any more pros? So I know credit. I know cash flow. Yeah, like smoothing cash flow, good credit. Um, balance sheet. Is there any balance sheet perspective? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. It's related to the cash flow, I guess, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's more, it's more, flow. I mean, having the cash is, I mean, of course, like cash is an asset that goes on a balance sheet, but as individuals, I don't look at an individual yeah, balance yeah, sheet, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And we, we don't either. Like, like when we when we look at our, when we look at our like account at the end of a month, we look at kind of how much has gone in and gone out. We don't really look at what is fixed there. Mm. Unlike companies do. With companies, we look at like how much they have in cash, January 1, um, December 31st, like the kind of balance sheet which is fixed at the end of the year, but it's mainly the cash flow thing and it just helps you like smooth out your your consumption profile. Like for example, I just quickly say it, like if, if you have got, if you want to buy something and it's a lumpy purchase, a new car tends to be a lumpy purchase mm-hmm. and you want to get cash, like you want to get it f- like financed on cash, instead of you having a massive cash outflow from paying it outright, and you've been maybe potentially not able to pay the mortgage or pay whatever, you get it on financing. Sure, you have to pay a little bit back later on because of the interest that you are assumed to pay on top, but you've still got enough cash to pay for utilities, mortgage, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, yeah. Exactly. So, another pro I was going to say is um, <clears throat> a lot of interest rates tend to be a lot better <clears throat> when you finance than if you go to bank for a loan, for example. Would you? Okay, go ahead. And, and, and another pro is sometimes <coughs> if you want to if you want to pay for an item without money sometimes if you go to a bank they may not give you a loan but a, but a financing company would give it to you mm. so sometimes in terms of accessibility finances sometimes are a lot more accessible than going to, f- to a bank for a loan that's kind of yeah. true but I mean it, it's true like a lot of the companies have incentives to make sure that you actually because it's more business for them because like for uh, you know like two of the biggest um car financing companies in Europe anyway would be uh, PSA Bank and PSA is the OEM for Peugeot, Citroën and DS. Obviously a lot of people in Europe will drive Peugeots. A lot of people here in the UK drive Peugeots and Citroëns and DSs even though they're not a lot in value. But let's say you want to buy a 206 or something like that or whatever and you haven't necessarily got the cash to pay for a, a new 206 or something like that. You go to PSA Bank and they say okay we'll lend it to you. And it, they make money because they get the interest payments back as well and they it's also if I have been able to get a, a, a loan or form of financing with one of these guys, it means that I get I can I can stay as a customer. There's customer retention as well. Okay, I'm likely to say, do you know what? 
it was easy for me to get finance with these guys in the first place, I'd probably be able to get it again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No. So it kind of, that's another kind of benefit from, I guess from the side of the person actually giving out the financing is customer retention and it actually helps their, it helps what they call their penetration rate. So if they want to get, if they want to have, if they want people, customers to give them more business, mm. they can just give them kind of good terms of finance. So yeah, I was going to ask another question. So um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of come from the tax perspective. Mm -hmm just sort of throw it out there, is there any benefit um, sort of like from getting a financing agreement on sort of a car or um, a rollie as opposed to maybe getting a loan or just using your personal cash uh, to, um, to pay it off outright? Well, I mean, uh, I am actually not sure. I mean, I, I'm going to be completely honest and say I am not sure about like if there's a tax shield that you get from it. I mean, mm -hmm. one way I am thinking about it off the top, one of the ways I'm thinking about it is potentially no. And the reason why I say this is because, yeah. all right, let's say you're using, no, nah, but even that is a bit weird. I, I was it's gonna rich. say, it's I was rich. gonna say, let's say you're using your income to make a purchase. And no, nah, but actually I was gonna say, because you use your income to make a purchase, you have less income at the end of the year. That doesn't make any Just sense because your that. income is the income and it's like scratch yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, so I'm actually not sure. Not really. okay. I'm not sure. Um, another benefit which people don't really uh, hook on to mm. is something to what you said earlier. If I'm finan if I if I buy a car outright, yeah, it's my car now. Mm. Whereas if I finance it, every three months I have, an op I have the option to maybe- Three years. Every three, sorry. <laughs> every three years I have the option to, um, get a new car yeah. a new brand new car so similar to a phone contract do you not have that if you buy it though if I buy it, it if I buy it well you can part exchange but with Ooh, the okay. with you, I mean if you buy if you buy a car you can part exchange we have to remember that you've the price is de yeah, depreciated, it's depreciated. Price is whereas so, yeah. what happens is and, and uh, what happens is when you when you get a car on finance typically the car company will make an assumption on day one when you get a, a loan as to what the value of the car will be at the end, what they call the residual value. Yep. Yep, yep. You are paying down, you're basically, what you're paying Difference is you're basically paying the difference between the value of the car at the start and, and the residual value. Yeah. So you are paying for the depreciation, but you don't have to deal with the depreciation at We're the end of the company. You're basically paying for using it for the three years. Yeah, the, the car company has to deal with the depreciation at the end, so, not you. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of the difference with the financing. So there's even a benefit in, in that respect, you know, um, in a set, especially with a car, that you are not having to deal with the depreciation, the mm. car companies, because they've had to make an assumption. And actually, just to add a bit of, of a market context, one of the problems that a lot of car companies have had recently, especially in Europe, is um, diesel. Because a lot of people don't want to drive diesels anymore because yeah, diesel is seem to be like toxic and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Diesel's actually safer than petrols. But it's to do with what yeah. perspective are you, are you talking, you know, are we thinking about the, the carbon emissions? Are we talking about the NOx, the nitrous oxide emissions? Because diesels emit nitrous oxide, petrol emits carbon, um, which is basically carbon, carbon monoxide, I'm carbon dioxide, yeah. stuff like that. And so it depends on which one you think about more. Yeah, the government, they're both poisonous. Yeah, just one's poisonous to the environment, one's poisonous to, to us, us as human beings, basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the problem in terms of res residual values is that because nobody wants to drive a diesel, as they say, like the end of the three years, mm. when, you give the car, when you give the car back to the company, they are having to do with very, very different residual values than what they thought that would be. So in other words, put it like this. Yeah, I was gonna say. I buy a car that's, I, I get a car that, just easy numbers here, or just like nice run numbers. I get a car that's 100,000 pounds. The car company assumes that it's gonna have depreciated by 30,000. It's just that's numbers, so yeah. yeah. Now, because 
And what usually happens is if I do a lease and the car is new, what the car company will then do is usually they will try and sell the car on like after the three years, like secondhand. Some people do it, some people will just buy it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. what the problem is, is if in the case of diesel, what happens is that they have to, because of the residual values have gone down. In other words, they think, oh crap, like diesel, nobody wants to buy a diesel anymore. So, <coughs> sorry. So actually the value of the car is not gonna be 70, it's gonna be 50. But guess what? You don't have to worry about that. The car company has to worry about that. And so if they keep on getting these cars that instead of thinking, all right, it was 70,000 70, when they get the car back mm. from you, yeah, it's 50, they have to eventually, yeah. they have to have a, potentially they can have like a write-off, they have to write down some losses. Mm, mm, so that's kind of a problem. But that's not for you to worry about, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's more for yeah, them to worry about. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Like, so the reason why I mentioned that was because like with me personally, um, on my phone, I got a phone contract, right? And I like the idea that after every two years, I'm most likely gonna get a brand new phone, mm. as opposed to having to spend nine hundred pounds on a phone mm. when I can use it. Um, buy a bottle at a club. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I can use the nine hundred pounds, you know, <laughs> elsewhere. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Have you you got any pros when you go to cons? I think like I think I'm gonna kick off cons. I think like we're in danger of glamorizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't glamorize. So the, yeah, that's what, so the aim of the topic is to give a balanced view. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we should, we sh- we, yeah, we shouldn't glamorize financing. Financing isn't for everyone, mm. um, in the sense that if you can afford something comfortably, and that's the key. So what, what, what? Okay, so what do you define as comfort? Comfort. I mean, that depends. That that depends. That, there's that African saying of if you can't buy it, <coughs> if you can't buy it twice or three times or something that you can't afford it. Oh, you're going to pay for your, enga- your engagement ring? All oh, right. I'll probably finance that because I'm not to say that. I mean, it depends chest. how big it is. Don't let her know that. It, it depends <laughs> how big No, but what's wrong, what's wrong with that? Don't worry about you know that because you know 20 bags, are you, huh? Oh, three, what, Wait, you said three, what, three, 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 three carrots. That's what I'm hearing. Carrot, yeah? You said 20 bags. Three carrots. Nah, one of my boys. Not the ring, not the ring, not the ring, not the ring. The whole... Anyway, the financing that's a, that's behind the ring, thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah, or the wedding is twenty k. The whole wedding, apparently. I mean, it can be up at more but than twenty k, bro. If you're, if you're being traditional, you know the girls' family's supposed to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. So, so you how are you about that? Home, <laughs> Why are you yeah, providing? Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> no, but no, I mean, I mean, I think, I think the ring, yeah, the ring, not twenty five. I mean, I, the, we go back to the cons. We're talking about rings and stuff because yeah, you can finance that too if you want. Actually, you can finance anything. Yeah, anything can be. I've seen people finance shorts. Finance what? Shorts. Shorts as in? They blew too much money for the holiday budget. So they said, you know, like, I'm going to go to the beach and they finance shorts. So went top man and decided to get something and then still my plan for shorts. Are you serious? Yeah. You can get that in the everyday retail store? Yeah. Shorts, oh, yeah. Right. What, like, it's just like using a store card or something? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I forgot oh, how they okay. did it, but... Sounds like they're using yeah. store cards, which is like kind Even of a, like, a credit card for a store, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, look, I think if you, if you can comfortably afford something, um, then there's the question of, why do you need to get on financing? But, but, but again, it goes back to what we said earlier that some people just want to have the cash flow. Some people want the cash. Mm. So, what I'm going to say, Tommy, yeah, so, yeah, we're gonna, <coughs> sorry, I'm, no, it's cool, really bad, bro. It's cool. Sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry, I should have bought you. That's a splash for you. I was going to say, Tom, we're, we're going to do that in our, um, verdict, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's get cons out of the way. Right, right, let's let's get cons out of the way. I want to own my ish. That's the thing. That might be an African mentality in me. That might be something that my mum's years like ingrained into me from young. But big man, like, I want my car to say like obviously I want my car to say Samaluko. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want what like the um, number plate. No, 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 no. I want like the. Um, I've got mine in mine already. <laughs> TR seven for true. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I want. I I, I just like things to be in my name. Mm. I, I've got a stigma of owing people. 
Yeah. I don't owe anyone anything apart from student finance. Do you know what it is? You're about to mention that. Do you know what it is? I think I think that the the downside with finance is people not knowing um they don't know about their financial discipline. I think that's the main thing about financing. People thinking I can easily get something on finance not knowing their ability to pay it back. For example, these people are they're big spenders, they spend unnecessarily on things. Mm. I'm not saying people shouldn't go out and in and live life, but like, you know, please when it comes to fi- when it comes to like money matters. That's a please. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like no, but it's like try do you get me? Try I, I had to learn as well, innit? Like we have to try and be responsible yeah, and learn to put is it is a bit hard. But it's like try and people have to learn to be or try and gain some form of financial prudence. And often when people get things on financing, it shows the lack of prudence. Or sometimes it shows the lack of patience. And this is I think this is what whoever's mentioned the thing about getting the watch on financing is is probably talking about. Mm. There is a need to cut cut your coat according to your size. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. If you can't afford um, really. a, a Rolex watch like easily, do you know what I mean? Like mm. if you, let's, let's like. Or, or an AP. I mean, I mean an AP or even a Patek. I mean, we're going, like if we, if we go, a, I mean, above Rolex is like, cause some Rolexes are comparable with like tags, Amigas, stuff like that. But the, the, the magic three would be AP, Vacheron and uh, Patek, Patek would be the magic, the magic three. Some of those watches you can get for a million. Like the mm. tourbillon and stuff like yeah, that, like the kind of special watches. Than that, yeah. yeah, some of them are worth more than houses. Mm. But anyway, that's kind of different. But obviously, once you get into that range, you should have that kind of money in cash easy. or your collector. But even if or, you did have that, a question to ask is: if even if you did have that money, why would you buy it? I mean, some people. I mean, some people are collectors, what, but you have what, to remember what is that image. No, oh, but what? no, no, no. The thing is, there. Yeah, you see, some. Well, I might just like the way that you know, people. The not just that. Not, not just how that. that looks no, not just that. Very good watch. Not just that. That didn't cost a million, though. No, not not just that. Not just that. You have to remember that. <laughs> when 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 we get to like the upper echelons of certain products, yeah, um, art for example is is one of those things. Um, <laughs> watches, cars like supercars, because they are they are because like demand outstrips supply, and otherwise these things are in such limited um, in such limited supply, and, yeah. and in terms of the demand for these things is so high. Like once you bought like a limited edition watch, car, whatever, because the company has not decided to supply anymore eventually it's going to become a vintage piece. Rare, yeah. And so it's going to appreciate in value. So, yeah, so what me and my boy and I were going to do, mm, we were going okay. to get um, older models of Rolexes yeah. because they would have appreciated, they would yeah. appreciate over time. Rolex is one of those things where... I'm just giving, I'm just giving No, a, I know, a, I know. But Rolex, because, I mean, it, it, I, mean, I want to get... Like, it's not... I like, I like, I like some, some Rolexes. Like, I, li- I like the... I like the Milgaus. That's probably one of my favorites. Like a nice mid mid size, yeah, yeah. mid mid kind of priced watch. It's not the most expensive Rolex. Not do, you like, do, you like, do you like the Sky Dweller? Sky Dweller. Um, I like it. A, a little bit too garish for me, but I think it's a lovely watch. I, I'll take it. I'll take a shot on it. I think the, no, the Sky Dweller is a bit too garish for me, but I think it is nice. I like. like as you look at the Milgaus, the Milgaus is a very kind of simple, simple face. Um, it's kind of just a simple watch, I think. So I, I kind of I like I like the watches <clears> to be simple with kind of fine. Like fine details. Do, whereas, do, do you remember? Yeah. Do you, you know, you know, you know where you like say it becomes vintage and then it really appreciates in value. Mm-hmm. Why does that happen? Because, because supply and demand. A lot of it is supply and demand. Like a lot of it, with like they become collectors' editions. Like for example, like in the same way, you get people who are massive petrol heads. You get some people who are big fans of art. Some people who are big fans of watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, art, art especially. And, yeah. That yeah, art thing is a mad thing. For you me. know. My old splash paint on the thing and say, oh, do you see? Anything? You know, so like when Jay Z was talking <laughs> about, you write poems, didn't it? <laughs> when Jay Z was talking about Basquiat, he had there was something that he was talking about. Do you know what I'm saying in yeah, terms yeah. of bringing wealth forwards? Because you know, 
with an artist, if the artist is good, they're only recognized posthumously, i.e. they're only recognized after they're gone, mm-hmm. how good their work actually was. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a vinyl by a particular artist, or you have a painting by a particular artist, when they're gone, you're like, wow, this is, you know, and then people say, oh, I really need to get that, um, mm. I don't know, Prince or David Bowie vinyl. Or so, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like one of those yeah, things. Yeah, okay. So, so um, yeah, so with those things, but for uh, for like mass market products, for example, um, and as a watch, I'd say that a lot of, Ro- not all, but a lot of Rolexes are kind of mass market. Even for like cars, I'd say a lot of the German guys, mm. like the Audis and BMWs and Mercedes, yeah, they I'd make- German guys. German, 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 German whips, but like a lot of those are mass market products. Mm. They'd appreciate because there's a lot of them in supply. If we're talking about like simple demand and yeah, supply like economics, they're, they're here. continuously <clears throat> producing it. Mm. Whereas if they don't produce it anymore, it becomes it becomes yeah. a collective addition, and that, yeah. that, that that drives up the value. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, another con of um of financing, like we said, I don't know if we said it already, but the end payments are higher. So yeah, obviously you've got the nominal, you've got the interest. Yeah, so you reckon? Well, are the, the billing payments higher? No, no, the, not, the not, total not the amount total. you'll pay. So in, like coupon plus principal. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Will be higher. And um, it's not actually possible to do a fa- to do a finance agreement if if like sort of they do their due diligence and yeah. they do, um, you know, they write, there's whole reports. I've kind of studied this on my ACA still, so I'm just yeah, like, yeah. bouncing a couple of things off, off my head. But um, yeah, there's whole like reports and um, assess- accessibility criteria mm-hmm. that goes in before you actually get that finance agreement. Yeah. So, some people feel, like as much as some people may slander people for financing like i said it does actually show that they've got wealth and they've got long-term wealth because they're looking at your wealth in the future they're looking at what your bank is going to be yeah no i, I think years, i think so. and that's that's I, I, ultimately I, I, I didn't have a con there. sorry well, no i'm well, saying well, the, i'm the saying con. the con i'm saying the con is um the, that you your your payment your total payment will be higher, higher. okay cool, cool, cool. And, All right. yeah. i mean sorry that's true that. and 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 the question at that point in time is what i said earlier with like um, the whole like, intertemporal economics thing is when a company gives you a loan they're not doing it for charity they're doing it because they know they can make money that's why you pay back more than the, the cost of something so if something's 10 grand and you get a loan chances are you might be, you might pay back 12, 15 whatever it is yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and then that's where they make their that's why those payday lenders like Wonga and stuff like that that's why they make so much oh, money payday <laughs> Wonga make an absolute that's a, that's killing Imagine we'll do a pod on that actually separately, isn't it? Like, like, yeah, so and I mean and that one that one is like for the very short time the short term, like you're really hard up on cash, you need cash. Mm. But the interest that you're paying back is can just be unbelievable. Like you see like APRs in the thousands, do you know what I mean? So 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 in terms of the stigma, mm. do you think like there is a, a cultural stigma? Yeah, I do. do you think I do. that plays a part? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that um money Debt financing, they're things that aren't particularly well understood, in the sense that, like, it's good, f- and it's a it's a big cultural impact as well. So, so by that like is black people, let's say, like, let's say. Yeah, I do. I do think there's a cultural. I do think there's a cultural thing here. I think it's kind of it is frowned upon if you if you if you um you get a car on finance. But again, it's more to do with. The question is why are you get in a car on finance. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So the question is, what car are you getting? Mm. E-class coupe. What stage are you at in your life? And the reason why I say this is because oh when you when you listen, <laughs> no, because when you when you listen when you listen to when you listen to like the the CEOs and CFOs of, of Daimler and BMW talk, they always talk about how the brand of say uh, Mercedes Benz and, and BMW respectively are life experience brands in the sense that when you're young, <clears throat> you cannot necessarily afford an E-class or a five series, but 
you maybe can find that it's a I one series or a, a one series or an A class, yeah. And so the idea is that when you start off and you begin to drive, in fact, they're even they're even going a step back for people who can't even necessarily finance. Like in Europe, they're doing a lot of like rental apps, so you can rent a Mercedes or a BMW. And the idea is that we start off our our, our children, as it were, or we start off our young drivers who can't afford those cars, and we start them off. And then they move on to the one class A series. Then we move them on to the the the, the C class three series, and so on and so so forth. Yep, 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 and so yep. I think the problem is the reason why there's a stigma attached is because sometimes I think a lot of people, and I, who am I to say this anyway? I'll say that outright, but it's a lot. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like a lot of people are not necessarily cutting their coat according to their size. It's like, or or, or to some people, maybe to parents, for example, the priorities may not necessarily be in the right way. So, for example, the question is, why are you spending so much money to get a car? when you yourself have been talking about having the desire to go and buy a house, house and your back, you know what I mean? It's those kind of, and a lot of his priorities as well. If you don't have priorities, then that's fine. But I think a lot of people assume, and it is just an assumption, don't get me wrong, and it is someone's personal choice, but a lot of people assume that the thing you should focus on first should be the house before you focus on the fancy car. It doesn't mean don't go and buy a runaround or something, buy something that's yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, but don't go all out and buy like, you know the Range Rover autobiography or something. Do you know what I mean when you haven't got a house yeah, yet? Um, you what I mean? What I was gonna say so it's it's a progression thing. That's why I think there's a stigma there. What I was going to say also was I spoke before about financing being able to um, help you with your credit score, mm. but at the same time, you do, you don't want a con of it is you don't want to go into too much debt. Of course, you don't want to be owing X amount of people all money all because you can finance. Yeah, even even with a credit card as well. Like it's not it's from a from a uh, excuse me a ratings perspective like a, a personal kind of like personal finance like the credit score ratings having a credit card can be seen as a good thing if one you can pay it back on time two you don't get into any kind of spot of trouble mm. but it isn't good to max out your credit card and then all of a sudden pay it down because that shows that in terms of how you you're risky, in terms man. in terms of how you deal with cash now we're not talking about it's better to pay it off incrementally. Yeah, I mean, and it's also it's also good to keep it at a certain level. I mean, I was talking to someone earlier, and and I don't know if it's true, but the person said it's about keep your keep your cash balance on the credit card at twenty five percent, and then continue to pay down okay. because a, a credit card is treated as what we call an RCF, a revolving credit facility. Okay. Now, <coughs> the whole point of an RCF, which is what it is, is sometimes there are times we need cash, or sometimes we want to go and get um, especially something on credit cards. Now, I think that, for example, getting a holiday. I think people should use credit cards to purchase holidays. Well, the reason why is because in comparison to debit cards, with credit cards, you get more insurance. Oh, so okay. if something doesn't work out with flights or maybe you've, God forbid, been fleeced or you've been shafted, you get a little bit more protection on the credit card. And the chances are that, you know, MasterCard, Visa or the bank that you have the credit card with can actually pay you back because mm. it's on credit. Yeah, that's, sim that's similar mm. to financing as well because on a lot of these uh, financing, I even know if you yeah. lose it or if you lose it or you get robbed, they replace it for free. Whereas if you've bought a Rolex or you've bought a car, right? No, but what if you've free. got your warranty and them's in debt? You know what I mean? What I if think you, they've lost it. If warranty lost doesn't cover that. Warranty doesn't cover um, theft. Lost, yeah. Uh, it depends, depends. But that's, that's more um, insurance, not warranty. Warranty is more about manufacturing. Like it's it longer the movement, or yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah. Whereas if you lose it or it gets robbed, mm. a lot of the time if, if you bought it out right, you don't really. It's not as easy to get it back for free. Whereas if you're financing it, yeah. you get it back for so, free. So so don't get me wrong. Having having a credit card, mm. I think can have good uses. And certainly, like if ever I book like a pair of like I get a, a, some flights or I book, I book a hotel room, I'll tend to do it on a credit card, even if I've got the cash to go and do it. And I'll just pay it I down. Like it's, it's yeah. from an insurance perspective, mm. it's 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 kind of safer to do it that way as well. 
Um, I just think like companies do have a responsibility towards their customers because, like you said, like not everyone's good with managing managing money. So if you're giving a credit facility, but companies which, companies want to be greedy, right? Some some companies want to be there, greedy. Is, isn't there like an don't companies have to follow like ethical laws? Like, isn't there anyone governing? Companies? I mentioned ethical. There isn't that much <laughs> when it comes. There isn't. There no, isn't there, that much. No, of but a, in this 2018, I'm sure there is like more. I think people are, people are trying, but it's like people are pretending, bro. If you know, if 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 you're of the opinion that Wonga is a perhaps an unethical activity, then how come no one stopped Wonga? No, but look, no, but look, look at look at um, what's that thing when they were calling everyone up? Um. Oh, payment protection insurance. PPI. PPI. Yeah, that's a bit look different. How many, look how many... Um, oh, what's this thing again, guys? Well, it's not different. But I mean, the, the problem with PPI... Look how many PPI, there are. No, but the problem... You're getting called now saying I've been involved in a car crash, man. If you look at no, half of these companies, yeah, but the problem, No, no, no. But there. the difference with PPI is that in the case of PPI, a lot of the time PPI was missold to the customer. Exactly, it wasn't to do I mean. with... No, but with a credit card, it's like if, you, or if, you're, if you're going to someone for financing... You know that you are going to the company for finance, and the company knows why they. Yeah, why yeah. They okay, so it's, like, so it's like a conscious, different. conscious kind of action on both sides. Let me, I, I give an example of when companies can kind of go um, greedy with with financing. So even on the other side, yeah. Um, the the three biggest uh, OEMs, car manufacturers in the US, uh, years ago used to be Ford. Everyone knows Ford because they're big here because of Dagnum Motors, Shout but they're Ford, an American man. company. <laughs> yeah. um, General Motors, which actually until years ago owned Vauxhall and uh, Opel in Europe. Now it's owned by uh, Peugeot. And finally Chrysler. And um, General Motors used to have a financing arm. Mm. So people would go not to GM, but they go to a company called um, GMAC, which is the General General Motor Acceptance Corporation. I know why it's called acceptance, maybe because you get accepted for financing yeah, called yeah. GMAC. Now, Bearing in mind that GMAC was what we call the captive, the cap, the financing arm, the captive financing arm of General Motors, you would mm. think that GMAC just provided um, financing for cars, and it would it would have made good money because GM are a huge OEM in the US. They, they General Motors are huge, yeah. like Chevrolet and all of these other kind of brands and Buick and all of these kind of big big brands. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what happened with GMAC? What happened with GMAC was that. Um, I think it was around, I can't remember when actually, but GMAC decided to start giving subprime mortgage loans out on top of their car financing. <laughs> and we all know what happened yeah, to the yeah, subprime. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. should go look up the story of GMAC. And that almost kind of put GM, General Motors, the oh. car company under the water. So mm. even with companies that do financing, it can make money, but they need not to be too greedy. Mm. And I think with GM, I don't think it was a case of being too greedy, but they kind of saw an opportunity and everybody said, oh, it's fine. You know, no one's going to default on their payments, so we're going to do subprime uh, mortgage loans. Mm. And then, of course, we all know what happened with that back in 2007, eight. So- Shout out financial crisis. <laughs> great financial crisis. <laughs> and so that kind of is um, an example of when companies are perhaps a bit too exuberant in the way in which they do business. So what's um, being done, like a question for both of you again, what's mm. being done to sort of challenge the ethics of these companies? Is it just more regulation from- so FCA. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah, entirely sure yeah, about yeah. the the regulation from FCA, but it's certainly harder to get financing on things. Mm. It's harder to get. A, you can still there's get a lot a more checks and a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a lot more diligence. I'm not sure about the ethics, but it is in a company's interest to give finance to provide financing to someone who can pay it back. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they do end up. And you get water. bad press and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think I think what it what's happened is it has become a lot more difficult to um, 
for example, get a car in comparison to years ago, um, I think it's probably more difficult to get a house than it mm. was years ago in terms of getting a mortgage. Mm. Because years ago, you could have got a 100% mortgage, which to me just it's crazy. sounds kind of, I'm like, wow, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you could have got a 100% mortgage. Mm. Um, now, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know any like bank that does a 100% mortgage. You have to put some kind of deposit down. Mm. You have to put some kind of collateral down. So I think that's kind of. Right. I feel uh, you, bro. Before we wrap up, what's your verdict? Me personally. I mean, it doesn't, uh, doesn't have to be black or white answer. Uh, yeah, yeah black, or you, you could answer like, what, what would you finance? What wouldn't you, um, personally? I would finance um, a ring, like I said. <laughs> oh, Are you uh, thinking about purchasing a ring, bro? Am I thinking about purchasing it? Yeah. We're talking about, about a ring a lot. Um, no, 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 no. You know, we got a certain someone in the studio. What's, that's what's in my head. And that. What's <laughs> well, I'm sweating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you turned 26, isn't it? So, yeah, why is this guy still coming? You're thinking about securing the bag, yeah? Don't worry about that, bro. Okay, we're talking. Hey, Tom Gross and I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I would finance a car. Like, I was saying to you yesterday that um, when I say a car, I'm talking about my 30 car. So yeah, when, yeah. like, I've got all my money up, when I've got my yard. Like, what, what would be your car of choice right now? I mean, obviously, cars come and go, but what, what is, like, your... What's the 30 what, car, car for you? What's the car that you'd be like, yeah, you, 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 you're in it, and you're like, I've made it. What's the 30 car for you? Audi A3. A3, right yeah? Now, yeah right A3? Now, right A3? Now, yeah. Okay. A3? Right yeah, right now. Okay, fair enough. All right, right. What I, about I, you? That's what um, Warren has, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what about you? What's, what's, your, what's your car of choice? Um, Mercedes like, E-Class Coupe. E-Class. Coupe. Big man. 19. Well, it's, it's not out yet. Me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, you know. It's it's probably a big SUV. Are you a car kind I'm a petrol. Ooh, the GLE. No, I don't like the GLE, the GLE man. Bro, I don't, don't like nah, it. you know what it is? Out of the SUVs, there's a couple that I like a lot. Um, XC90 by Volvo. I don't know, you know. They are so... Because oh, Volvo is like... No, but Volvo is It's sick, like getting though, a phone man. contract on Vodafone. It's not really... Bro, <laughs> bro, bro, Vodafone have more business customers than they ever network worry about in the that. UK. I'm talking about O2 everywhere. Oh, swear. Mm. Bro, do you know how many... Do you know how many when you say know? business customers... Like corporates. Oh, okay. You know oh, for real? Yeah, bruv. You know, when you go into the Vodafone shop, how come a lot of people get so many discounts? You just go into Vodafone and say, I work for this company, I work for that company. Jeez. Like, uh, we're we're going to talk offline about which company. Can, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah quickly, yeah. just to, so I would, yeah. I would, um, I would finance my car. I just feel like, you know, cash flow is, is important. Tom, to me, what so would you finance? I would, uh, I would finance, yeah, I've, I, I think a yeah, house. I think I'd, ha- I'd finance a house. I would finance a, I think the 30 car, if it's above a certain value, I'd, mm. I'd try and get it on finance. And actually, if the rates are low or interest rates are low, I'd get it on finance. Watch? Um, I wouldn't finance a watch for me because... Ring? <laughs> <laughs> for me, I mean, a ring depends how expensive That's it is. That's a question to for, genuinely it, have. It, it, would it you depends, not finance a wedding ring? It depends how expensive it is. Let's say the ring costs 20 bags. So a free carrot ring, yeah? Or three and yeah, a half carat. Whatever. Would I finance a twenty thousand pound ring? Twenty thousand pound ring. No. And the reason why I say this is because I would like to know that I could purchase the ring outright. For your wife, isn't it? Yes. So, for me, that's so isn't yeah. that isn't yes. that is that the wisest thing to do? Isn't that a bit of No, but marriage pride, marriage isn't, isn't marriage isn't the wisest de- it's not necessarily financially it might not be the wisest decision. <laughs> the of Tom, the no, but you know no 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 obviously I no I just want to clarify. I think no, I mar- you, I think it's a great institution. But I think, do you know what I mean? It's, like, an, it's a contract. It's ma- a marriage contract. marriage is costly on both sides financially. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of outflows that come uh, in terms of getting married. Do you know what I mean? And the ring is just one of those things. Obviously, the ring is symbolic, so I don't really see it as a, it's not a cost, it's, in the, it's a burden. It's a financial cost, but it's a sign of commitment and whatnot. And I think that's a great thing. So I'd like to be able to think that I 
yeah. I bought that symbol of commitment yeah, yeah, same, same, just same, same, without same, financing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Personally, <laughs> um, I wouldn't finance a ring because he said, I would like to know that. Because <laughs> my girl, she knows that. She yeah, it's, it's, it's my ring and it got belong to Santander and or every time or for it. Yeah, That's, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> your, your wife <laughs> says to you, it's your ring. You say, no, I, like it's still, it's still, it's still belongs to Santander. I raise it because, man. Um, would I finance the car? Hey, maybe. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends Wait, on my cash flow at the time. Um, would you finance a, a not thirty car? So just well, like a run, a run around. around. Yeah. No. Um. Nah, if probably it, not. Let's say let's say, it's bang, let's say it costs five one. bags. Five bags. Nah, because then, nah, like <laughs> five bags. I'd, I'd rather just say because for, for me, I'd, I'd rather say, just say for the five bags. Nah, I'd rather no. But the thing is, like, like assuming. Yeah, oh, it does matter. Every, every, really? every single week, same time, cause yeah, go to you, go to you. No, but it's like, oh man, fruit. I'm about to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw me off, but um, no, but the thing is, like, assuming we're all in, like, by the grace of Almighty God, good paying jobs and pay beyond the 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 average salary in the UK and that, yeah. I would assume that five k. You still have to save for it. You still have to do a little bit of work to save for it. But you know, if you manage your money right and stuff, it can be affordable. Do you know what I mean? Okay, cool. So, uh, um, so yeah, so we all would buy our wedding rings outright, basically. Yeah. Right, okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> we agreed on that one. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, love Sam. I mean, sorry, Tom. I like for Tom coming Swift, on. you know. Thank you guys having me. I've been waiting for this We'll, we'll for definitely this have one. a part two about more finance. Yeah, please, man. Please. Related. Quick shout out to your podcast. Where can we? Where can yeah, over so the bridge. Oh, over the bridge. Shout out over the bridge. Over the bridge, man. Yeah, shout out over. Shout the bridge. out Quaker as well. That's my boy from school, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Quaker. Shout out Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Bilal. We're, so we can't find you on social, just... No, I, I personally don't. But Captain Moments once in a while, you write blogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. once in a while. And, yeah. uh, obviously, check man, um, Sam underscore Luco one on Twitter, Sam underscore Luco on Instagram. Check the podcast, My City Podcast. Check Iray. Um, um, check me, Iray Lewa, on um, Twitter. It's spelled I-R-A-Y, the Iray. And it's check me on Instagram, at Iray.ae. My real name is spelled I-R-E. Also, use the hashtag... Um, when that's a massive podcast when interacting and also please subscribe and share and um leave reviews l- leave a good review and stop being a pagan share with your friends snapchat insta story all of that all of that man i love love in a bit